Today on the Topic Show, Vivek on Elon Musk highlighting the theory of Democrats allowing illegal aliens to come in for votes goes viral. Bud Light Manning holding a beer is ratioed on Twitter. Family eating food sitting down in a grocery aisle at Walmart goes viral as well. Come and go convenience stores who change their name and buys with a recall about 150,000 vacuums. All of that much more on the Topping Show. Thank you everyone for taking the time to tune in today. Today's episode of Topping Show is sponsored by Topping Technologies. Topping Technologies is an IT value-added reseller and services company with a special proficiency in IT security. Heck, I see their founder at least twice a day. Guys, he's quite handsome and brilliant. He's me, you see, that's a joke. If you're an IT leader or a business owner, you can reach the team at sales at toppingtechnologies.com. Also, trying to get to 4,000 subscribers by the end of February. So click that button. I would greatly appreciate it. Now, going over to the business part podcast, you have Come and Go to change their name after the new parent company bought them out. Rest in peace, the Iowa juggernauts. Now, winding back clock, several decades actually, Come and Go, one of the most popular convenience stores in the Midwest. I mean, just a little bit about the company history. They were founded by William Krause as well as Tony Gen- uh, Gentle. And they actually founded the Huntington Oil Company in Hampton, Iowa in 1959. That Hampton Oil eventually became Krause Gentle Corporation and today is well, was part of the Krause Group. In 1963, the Krause Gentle introduced the company's first convenience stores, selling both food and merchandise sales, and changed their gas station to a station store. The Come and Go name was adopted in 1975 to unify the company's array of stores under a single brand. It was a play on the phrase Come and Go using the initials of the founders Krause and Gentle. So again, it's go to the convenience stores, or what used to be the convenience stores, it's spelled come and go, and it's spelled with a K, K-U-M, and go. So it was officially named after the founders, and they kind of leaned into the meme a little bit. They got a lot of t-shirts and merchandise taken by the stores. It went viral, as the youth might say, and they grew for several years. They actually grew the company to over about 400 locations, headquarters still in Des Moines, Iowa, and even had up to 5,000 employees, a revenue of about $2.6 billion, according to the year reports in 2021. And unfortunately, like many great brands, they were sold. So it looks like in 2023, FJ Management, the parent company of Maverick, announced the acquisition of Come and Go from the Cross Group. And they claim it's now going to be rebranded, which is pathetic to say the least. Once you build a brand, I never suggest giving up in pretty much every instance. So those things where if you embrace the meme and stand to your convictions, you will go far in life, I believe. So those instances were very similar to my name. As a child, truth be told, there was a lot of joke material since my name is Topping. And of course, like every youth, I had acne all over my face. A lot of material to work with, but I did not, I did not acquiesce. I stuck to my joke. Or rather, I stuck to my name, which was many people thought was a joke. And after that part of my childhood had acquiesced and gone away, no longer had too much acne, well, I thought, perhaps they'll just be, you know, it won't be pizza topping anymore, but you know, it'll just be my name. And truth be told, thanks to the comment section on the YouTube channel, I know no topping means something entirely different these days. However, I'm not going to change my name. Now, I don't think I'll lean into the meme, so to say, with any type of questionable merchandise, but I always say, stick to the brand you've built. And it's sad to see such a juggernaut of Iowa. Not only they sell out, but the name of the founders and subsequently the name of all the stores will be going away. And 
there will be a lot less jokes made in the Midwest, and I can't help but feel a little bit sad inside to see something that was a staple of Iowa just going to the business graveyard. Now, that being said, if you are in the Midwest and somehow happen to have a Come and Go store sign, I would greatly appreciate it if, oh, shoot, I'd pay you finder's fees. Let me know, and I'll see if I can get on my wall of shame behind me or my business history behind me if you're just listening to the audio book or the audio podcast of this. I have a bunch of defunct businesses and their signage behind me, including Blockbuster, Toys R Us, Radio Shack, if you zoom out enough. So if you do have one of those pieces of business history, don't let it go to waste. Don't let it, don't let it be tossed into the junkie because that is treasure and another good lesson to be learned in business history. Now going over to the culture part of the podcast, you have Bud Light trying to tweet again and there it is of uh, Mr. Manning holding a beer and it is, of course, ratioed. Now, this is from the Bud Light Individual X Twitter profile, and they specifically say before the picture, quote, patiently waiting for Super Bowl Sunday like. And it's a picture of Mr. Manning? Manning? Not Man. Manning. Manning. I believe it is Peyton. It's one of the brothers, nevertheless. And he has a smile. He's holding a Bud Light beer, so I understand why he's not exuberantly happy. Granted, for how much they're paying him, you should probably be able to pick it better than this. He's holding a Bud Light beer. Looks like he's standing in a bar. Behind him, there's a little neon sign of Bud Light in the shape of a guitar. And his smile, and again, if you're being paid millions by millions of dollars, he didn't even suit up like all men obviously should. He's wearing a blue sweater. And his smile is as awkward as Ron DeSantis, Dil Mulvaney, or myself. It's pretty bad. And, of course, the comments, I mean, you'd think... Maybe they go away, but no, actually not. So I wrote down these statistics 48 hours after posted, so I had plenty of time to brew, pun moderately intended. It got only 12,900 views, which again, for a multi-billion dollar company, nothing. And it only got 203 likes, which is a little bit more than usual. However, can't help but think, are most of them bots? And again, this doesn't really compel you to buy the brand. I mean, it lets me know this guy will take money in exchange for a sponsorship. Um, it is hilarious. None of these ads ever say Bud Light tastes great. Like, it's never about the taste of the product. I can't but think that's not a coincidence. In fact, if you zoom in, I wonder if the beer can is even opened in this picture. It might be open. If you zoom into the... Eh, it might be open. It's hard to say if the beer can is actually opened. He's... He has his hand in a pocket, which, again, is pathetic. That means you're not ready for combat, as every man should always be. Always be prepared. I mean, if the Boy Scouts taught us anything, it's that. And yet, it looks like he has his hand in his pocket. At least, they, at least he's not throwing the beer across the bar. Now, going to the comments section. When the first one comes from... Let's see here. Eli Yarber. Which, interesting, unique name. I kind of like it. He says, quote, Drinking a beer for men who think they're women while watching a rigged game. No thanks. They got 23 likes. Which is a lot. That's one of the top comments thus far. Someone by the name of No More or Less replied saying Boycott Bud Light. That got 25 likes. Red Dawn Rising simply replied with a picture compilation of Dil Mulvaney holding... Let's see, Dil Mulvaney in what looks like to be a women's swimsuit in the bathtub? Which makes as much logical sense as many things but these days. But also the Bud Light can that says she, her on it. And the Bud Light can... With Dylan Mulvaney's face splashed on it. That picture compilation got seven likes. Which again, Dylan Mulvaney got $185,000. Like two pictures in, a, in a, a video. 
to be a brand ambassador spokesperson or spokesman for Bugs Light, I, which perhaps is actually the, the ultimate negative ROI on an investment. But back to the comment section we go. Stephen Milsom says, well, cover your ears if you have children listening. He says, quote, we all know he got the butt plug with that Bud Light. Unquote. And I did get five likes. Wake up Americans say, quote, waiting for his moment to express his love for Dylan Mulvaney. Unquote. Getting nine likes. Cody Ford says, quote, no, we are not. We don't care. It's rigged. Unquote. Getting seven likes. The GoBro says, yes. Really? Let's go to this profile. I'm confused. The first positive comment out of the whole overwhelmingly negative ones go to the alleged the go bro looks like it's a picture of a man holding a big jug of beer and he has 201 followers he is allegedly from texas uh joined in 2009 so i guess it's not a new profile if go to his post it looks like he is what is he let's see Reposting for that BS sports show where they always give away gift cards, baseball cards, other gift cards. Was this AT and T gift cards? A chance to win guacamole or avocados, which what lazy and weird. So it's just someone who reposts for everything free, not someone who's a real someone of intellect or someone that knows mathematics or odds of winning things. But nevertheless, hey, I don't think that really counts. Mask on off. This gentleman replied. Quote, where's she he? Unquote, getting nine likes. Let's see here. Julia Broderick simply says, get out. Unquote, getting five likes. Johnny Green says, quote, he doesn't know what the Super Bowl is, but he's excited for both teams too. Unquote. Which I suppose is a sports ball is burned. Because I don't, did the Manning ever win? One of the Manning brothers, I think, never won a sports ball in his life. But nevertheless, that got five likes. Let's see here. Go F Yourself says, is this the pre-op Manning, unquote, getting four likes? Eugene Knight says, quote, I hope you guys are doing a Super Bowl commercial to keep spending your money and no one wants to drink it, unquote, getting five likes. Teeny T, we live in a twilight world. Long but interesting profile name. Says, quote, where's the apology, unquote, getting seven likes. Let's see. Cordier says, quote, just apologize. Until then, hard pass on light piss. Unquote, getting six likes. And good use of the capitalization or the caps locks. Now, Matt T says, quote, no thanks. I'll, thanks. I'll stick to Yingling Beer, getting three likes. Brother Calix has a picture of a Bud Light display at a store where it looks like a display is arranged in which all the cases of beer look like a tank. And then they photoshopped a picture of Dylan Mulvaney wearing... Again, uh, wearing the American flag as a dress, then having the creepy, what do you call it? The arm length gloves, which I think are only appropriate on, you know, vintage movies like Audrey Hepburn films, you know, from back in the day. I I can't fathom or think of anyone I've seen in the past 20 years that ever worn one of those. Can you? Nevertheless, that to get 17 likes. And of course, Dylan is looking very bombastic or flamboyant in that picture. Stormy Weather simply had an emoji of the throw-up emoji, getting three likes. Continue to scroll down. And they're, they're just all negative. I mean, this ratio is terrible, to say the least. 
And of course, there's that button to the side for the super secret tweets that Bud with Light doesn't want us to see. So of course, we're going to click what I call the bonus button. So click on that. We have someone by the name of Jamie Cantrell. Now she says, quote, And here, all the women are waiting for Bud Light to apologize for selecting a man who degrades women to be your spokesperson. Still waiting. Unquote. Getting two likes. John Galat 420 says, quote, Look at the sale. Look at this sale out. Grammar be damned. I'm going to read it exactly as he wrote, but perhaps not intended. He said, oh, this is annoying. He says, instead of sellout, he says sailout. Or perhaps that's just a new Urban Dictionary thing the youth are saying instead of, you know, someone's not a sellout anymore, they're a sailout. Nevertheless, it's grammar be damned. He says, quote, look at this sailout, P-O-S, the newest member of the rainbow flag emoji, rainbow mafia, unquote. Which is also redundant if you did the rainbow flag emoji as well as spelling out the word rainbow. But nevertheless, and then it is accompanied by a gif of Dil Mulvaney and short shorts, a tank top, uh, shoulder length hair, and just standing taller. That did get two likes. Let's see. Wow, there are a lot of censored tweets today. So Sour Pig says, quote, He was once a great quarterback and did funny commercials. Now he's just a corporate whore. Unquote. They got four likes. 54% Grateful Fan says, quote, You know how I know you're gay. Unquote. Getting two likes. Grim Awareness says, quote, Pathetic. He'd rather disrespect your mother, sister, grandmother, niece for his own gain. Unquote. Getting one like. Let's see. There are many, what do you call this? Stop Woke replied with a meme, or I guess it says it. No, I think it is. That's what you called him. Some I believe called him a may. But it is a drawing of a biological man wearing a dress, bending over to pick up a case of Bud Light with his characteristics showing. That could get two likes before Bud Light censored it. And actually, a couple of people just re well, he reposted it a couple times. Let's see. Mike G says, quote, trans beer. Tell us why is trans beer? Unquote. Then you get one like. So it is fascinating to see, culturally speaking especially, they're not recovering anytime soon. And if your whole life, again, he's not playing sports balls anymore. He's already a millionaire, probably beyond all belief. He doesn't have to worry about money for the rest of his life. But it's fascinating to see, I mean, one bad brand endorsement or one controversial brand endorsement, all of a sudden your character's worthless. I mean, if you were to endorse a product, I mean, how much is this moving the needle in sales? I mean, before Bud Light had any of their controversy, and again, they paid Double Bay $185,000 to destroy their, about 30% of their sales with Bud Light brand specifically, about 12% of their sales from Budweiser, and about 3 to 4% to 5% of the sales of Michelob Ultra. And part of that, pretty uncontroversial brand. It used to have, you know, funny commercials. And if you were to have a sports balls figure, you know, do a commercial for them, it might increase sales by a little bit. I mean, people love sports balls. I mean, people applaud and applaud the talent of throwing a sphere in the air. No, not a sphere. A conical shape of pigskin throughout the air. And truth be told, the free market appreciates it. That's why all these companies will pay lots of money, put their marketing dollars behind the, those type of sport events. But now it's, I mean, the brand has become such a butt. It's become a butt of so many jokes. And this gentleman has done so many brand endorsements. And people just don't think his word is really worth much these days. And again, is this, again, looking at all the comments, there are one or two positive or neutral ones. And when we look at those profiles, in this case especially, they're just people who repost stuff for free stuff. They, they don't seem to have a real, I was gonna say authentic mind or maybe a modicum of intelligence 
I can't help but think a lot of these are just, you know, programs where you just set up a profile and just retweet for all the free crap and maybe you'll win something. But I can't help but think this Bud Light boycott isn't going to get better anytime soon. And it'll be interesting to see, I mean, will Brendan Whitworth ever be fired? He's the CEO, former CIA operative of Anheuser-Busch. And really probably the worst sales business blunder in history. And yes, he still has gamefully employed. So it'll be interesting to see at the end of the day. I mean, do you think the boycott will stop anytime soon? I, I mean, I can't but think it's not going to get better. It's not going to get better for the sales department anytime soon. And again, I don't see these brand endorsements or these celebrity endorsements really moving the needle anytime soon. Other interesting cultural news, you have a family eating food in a Walmart aisle going viral on social media. Now, this comes to us thanks to a ex-Twitter profile by the name of I am yes, you are no. Interesting name. And this person tweeted or posted, as the youth might say, quote, black parents take their time to feed their kids while in the supermarket not paying for it. Also, what do they choose to feed them? You're, sorry, I'm going to repeat the second line. Cover yours if you have children, anyone listening. Quote, what do they choose to feed them? Fucking Ice cream, very nutritious. There's no fixing this, unquote. And it is, in fact, oh, it's only about how long is this? Oh, geez. So they're, they're pouring chips onto the ground as well to cause a mess intentionally? So it's only about a minute long. And it looks like it is a family of a husband and wife, or I'm not sure. Oh, yeah, I see the rings. So the husband and wife, and I believe one, two, three, four, uh, four children. It looks like all the kids are eating ice cream cones. The dad is eating. Ruffles chips with the dipping sauce, which has like negative nutrition, perhaps would be a good way to describe it. So let me go ahead and play this really quick. And again, turn statistics. I wrote these down about 48 hours after it was posted. It got 4.6 million views and 27,000 likes. So without further ado, is that really as loud as it will go? Let's see. Yeah. All right. Play this really quick. So he's he, he put chips on the floor and now he's eating the chips off the floor and putting them in the dip that I mean, oh the floor of a Walmart and don't get don't get me wrong in terms of return on investment entry level you know aggressive price points there's a lot of value behind Walmart. But the floor is perhaps one of the most hazardous floors next to Chernobyl. I mean, I can't think of how contaminated the floor is at a Walmart in the United States. But ADHD aside, I'll go back to the video. Ain't that right? So when y'all hear y'all kids crying, just stop, take a break, and get them a snack. It's the only way to get them to shut up. That's it. Perhaps the most mentally vacuous parent I've heard of this calendar year. So incentivize the negative behavior by giving them something that has basically no nutrition and is ultimately bad for them. So you're giving in to the children. The, the children are in charge is what I'm hearing here. It's simple. Y'all see they quiet as people. They quiet. It's okay to take a break, y'all. I mean, it's okay. It's better than listening to y'all kids cry. 
And to the people that want to see the kids, here they are. He's so again. There's no. This is even more bizarre. But this gentleman is pouring chips onto the ground and then picking them up and eat them. But then he's also eating the chips out from the bag directly. So there's no logic or continuity to his chip eating strategy. Which. Again, that floor, dear God. And again, they're in the middle of the salty snack chip aisle. They have not paid for the product yet. And truth be told, was one of my earliest memories in terms of, you know, learning about morals and values, words that are unfortunately all too rare these days, was when I asked my parents, you know, is it okay if you eat a grape when we're grocery shopping? And my parents, in fact, told me, or my mom specifically said, no, it's not okay. And she explained to me why. If you're shopping around the store, you're eating the grapes, by the time you get to the, che <coughs> excuse me, the checkout, the grapes weigh a lot less, you're paying less because you already consumed the product. You are stealing. It's one of those things where how much does that make, or how much of a dent does it make in their sales? Perhaps negligible, but you always have to remember, grocery stores have one of the worst profit margins of the industry, so sub two, about 2%, and in the aggregate, it adds up. And also, it's the moral of the thing. It's the right thing to do. The right thing to do is not to eat those grapes when you're walking around. Now, I know some adults still do this to this day. And if you see them, I suggest you politely call them out. Shame them publicly. Perhaps make a TikTok, as a youth might do. Now, in terms of the silver lining from this morally deplorable situation is, at least the family's together. Which, the bar has dropped so low from a culturally speaking society. Just seeing a family together gives me a semblance of hope. As, as bleak as that might sound... Because again, I believe there's nothing more important than a family, mother, a father, you know, mom, dad, father, mother. I mean, it's one of the strongest foundations for building society. And that's perhaps the only silver lining I can see from this situation. Because again, everything is wrong about this. And it's so bizarre. I, I hope it's not real, but it, we've seen this so many often in times. I, I can't but think, it most likely is real. And again, I think I don't think race has anything to do with this. It's all about culture. It's all about, I believe it's also modern society and how a lot of stores will just reinforce these things by not prosecuting it at all. Just allowing them to do whatever they want. Because it's very, very actually similar to the store methodology. It's this, well, uh, this is definitely not a good parenting methodology. It is, I suppose, technically a methodology. But it's the same thing with society in terms of grocery stores. And I remember even as I was working in grocery stores growing up, they would tell us, they would train us, do not stop someone from shoplifting because we could accidentally offend someone if they're not, or they could, you know, if we get in a fight, an insurance company will get upset. So just allow the theft to happen. And that's trickled down throughout the decades to now, I mean, everyone's doing it. It's just like in San Francisco, businesses are leaving in droves because they can't make a profit there. They lose money and it's dangerous. So it's obviously the worst parenting advice you could ever get is just give in to your child's tantrums and then feed them something that has not a modicum of nutrition. I, it's one of those things where the only possible way it would make sense to eat that food is if you're starving on a desert island, perhaps. Although even in that case, they would be, you'd actually make yourself even more dehydrated because you're eating things that are very high in salt. So perhaps even in that case, not appropriate. Now, let's go to the comments. Let's see, maybe I'm wrong in my assessment. Perhaps, well, 
No, I think I'm definitely right. Perhaps I'm a little biased, obviously. But let's see what the other folks have to say. Now, again, that got 4.6 million views and 27,000 likes. Now, one of the first responses comes from Lambrusco. And it is a picture of a father. So it's a picture of a father. And it looks like he's trying to feed his son. But they photoshopped the bottle out. So he's feeding the son a Nike shoe. And the text says, quote, father feeding his child after looting necessary supplies, unquote. They got 4.2 thousand likes, which is quite many likes to say the least, which is also kind of hilarious. I've, I've never seen anyone actually steal a book from a store. And not to be an old soul or too sentimental or anything, but I would argue knowledge is the greatest of values. And Walmart does have some books, a couple of good actually, believe it or not. And yeah, that is interesting. It is usually, that's the oldest cliche of all time. Politicians are notorious for, do, notorious for doing this. Again, I'm not a doctor. However, if you click the subscribe button, it may very well assist with my speaking ineptitudes, my stuttering, speaking too fast. I have a theory that it might help. And if you look at the first couple of videos I made, a lot worse with the stuttering. Believe it or not, there's been a mock of improvement as the subscriber count has increased. So, if you click that button, I would greatly appreciate it. Now, going back to my comment around politicians saying, oh yeah, they're just stealing food to the family or bread. I, when you see all these, many of these viral moments with these videos, when there's all these looting, I, you never see like a loaf of bread or like a Bible or a dictionary or a thesaurus or a, a book and science. You never see like staples or you, you never see things you need me. So like, I've, it'd be hilarious if someone to do this just almost to troll me. But and again, I don't recommend breaking the law. I'm saying, if you see this, take a video. I've never seen anyone steal a bag of carrots from a store. Ever. Which, again, it's never the staples, it's always unnecessary items that people seem to be stealing more and more. But, back to the comment section. Big Brain Politics says, quote, and when arrested, they'll say, I didn't do nothing. Unquote, getting 4.5 thousand likes. Midnight Run says, quote, it's a very rare sight to see both parents together with children. Are you sure he's the father of all the kids? Unquote, getting 2,000 likes. See here. T says, quote, bro dumped his chips on the floor of a Walmart and proceeded to dip them in some fresh onion. Crying face emoji, death skull emoji. That got 4.2 thousand likes. Reality Chick says, quote, I can't imagine making this video and not being totally embarrassed to post it on social media. Zero shame as a father, zero shame as a father of the household. I quote, gained 5.6 thousand likes. That is, again, one of the most bizarre things. These People will break the law, they'll do the most morally depraved things ever, and they will voluntarily post it for the internet for people to see. Which, again, they're stealing, they're loitering, they're caught, you could argue they're also causing damage to the sword, not just fiscal damage in terms of the money amount, but also they're making a mess on the floor, so the employee will have to be paid to clean it up. And I bet you Walmart won't even prosecute this. Which, again, they should. Not just for the money, but just for the morality. And they're also taking the whole aisle to themselves. You can't walk around them. The whole family's in the aisle of the chip, the salty stick chip aisle. Ridiculous to say the least. Now, Jack Smith says, quote, This father is undisciplined and teaching his children family the wrong behaviors. Unquote, getting 1.1 thousand likes. And he is exactly 110% correct. Let's see here. Matthew Wenger says, quote, he's eating chips right off the floor. Sick face emoji getting 743 likes. Let's see. Uh, da, 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 da. 
Joshua Colbert said, quote, so one, no proof that the food wasn't paid for. Two, clearly said they were getting a snack, unquote. We found it, a contrarian statement. I am fascinated. I mean, they're all lambasting him. He says, one, the proof that the food wasn't paid for. Well, the, gro the checkout aisle is at the front of the store. That's where you pay for the food. They're at the salty snack aisle, which strategically is at the back of the store. You have to walk past other items that are more profitable, so they will buy those. So they're strategically placed at the back of the store. And he said they're getting a snack. Well, you know what is better for children? A healthy snack. And at that age of that child, again, looks like they're maybe three to six years old. There's zero reason for them to have ice cream. Ice cream is basically trash. It's supposed to be a treat, I suppose, from your... Maybe from nine years old to 15, maybe 16 years old is probably, I would say, the average appropriate age for ice cream. It's really a children thing. And I suppose some ladies like it as well. But, yeah, he says no proof the food doesn't pay for it. Yeah, what about a healthy snack? I I would actually be, maybe still morally deprived to steal, but I would, the situation I think would be a little bit better if they actually were eating healthy which one of my biggest pain points, not pain points, one of my biggest gripes when people say, you know, it, you need money to eat healthy. Part of the French, but bullshit. I've lived below the poverty line a few times in my life. And again, a two pound bag of carrots is less than $2. You can eat healthy if you buy bulk raw materials and you discipline yourself a little bit. Again, will it be as delicious as the chemicals they pump into modern fast food? For some people, no, won't. But it'll be infinitely better for you in the long term. So, little ADHD comment with that. We'll do one or two more comments from here. Let's see. Diamond Handistus says, quote, but they can afford a smartphone with data, with a data plan to film it on. Unquote, getting 115 likes. Although that being said, Walmart does have free Wi-Fi. This certainly is not sponsored by Walmart, but last time I checked, they do have free Wi-Fi. So, you could technically go there without a phone plan. But, I mean, it's all technicality. Let's see here. I'm, I'm kind of curious on Joshua Colbert, the guy who said there's no proof that it wasn't paid for, and then clearly they're getting a snack. I'm just curious. What's his profile? He has 28 followers, joined in 2020. Eh, so it's not a new profile. Let's see here. Mm, I guess you can guess. Well, he is more politically biased. He has, there's an instance of Daniel Petty, who was on the subway, and he saved multiple women and children, and uh, as well as other bystanders from a violent attacker. That was a very controversial moment. And he choked out an African-American man when again, that man had literally multiple times beat up grandma. You have to say it multiple times. And this he is this person individually, he retweeted a, let's see here, a, a blog or a post about that man being innocent. And he was m murdered by the guy who saved all the other people around him. But again, he was violent and He's just verbally saying he's going to kill people, and this guy stopped him. And yet they're saying this guy, Daniel, is the murderer. So, obviously, we see his point of view. It is interesting to get some contrarian statements. I thought these were all going to be overwhelming, you know, what the hell is this family doing? But it looks like, let's see here. I'll do one or two. I'm trying to see if there's any more contrarian statements. They seem to be overwhelmingly in agreement. Um, capitalist Mike, controversially, oh, he says, quote, is there reparations? I quote, getting 29 likes. Pop culture panda, though, 
D minus for marketing. The profile picture is not, in fact, of a cute panda. This alleged pop culture panda says, quote, that's a great reward system. Cry equals I get food. I'm sure that using food as a pacifier won't lead to wildly unhealthy views on food, and it definitely won't create terrible eating habits. Unquote. Getting 42, yeah, 42 likes. And that is exactly 110% correct. You're creating a negative incentive system. So, yeah, that... Their parents are literally literally rewarding the children for crying and making inappropriate noises. I can't imagine their household being very pleasant. Or that's that's going to be terrible over the next coming years. Let's see here. Uh, a lot of comments on social uh, welfare or other welfares. Let's see here. Jack's ca or Jack Jacks, interesting name says quote doubt they care much about health if they're eating off a Walmart floor unquote. Gained 51 likes. So it looks like overwhelming positive, or not positive, overwhelmingly critiquing of the family in the response question. Again, I always try to find a silver lining in life. I always tell people, if you squint long enough, you'll find it. At least the family is together. And again, society's become, the bar's gone so down low, you can barely see it. It's almost below ground, some might say. But at least the family is together. So that's the silver lining of the situation. Now they're using the worst worst methodology is possible when it comes to the parenting but uh, uh, maybe and again the odds are 0.0000825 that maybe this family will see the comments and they'll realize hey this isn't an effective moral or good way to raise our children maybe we could change again obviously i'm skeptical to say the least of those odds but maybe some good will come from them posting that voluntarily on the internet but as I always say, time shall tell. Now, going over to the political part podcast, you have Vivek on Elon's tweet about Democrats using illegal migrants for politics. Now, this comes from, again, Vivek's personal ex-Twitter profile, and he is responding to Elon Musk. So Elon Musk did a tweet, and he said, quote, Biden's strategy is very simple. One, get as many illegals in the country as possible. Two, legalize them and create a permanent majority, one-party state. That's why they're encouraging so many illegal immigration, simple yet effective. And Elon is actually retweeting a article from the Associated Press, and the headline of that said, quote, Biden to prioritize legal uh, status for millions of immigrants, unquote. So Vivek was responding to that, and Vivek said, quote, what they call a conspiracy theory, what they mean is, shame on you for noticing, unquote. And it all, Vivek got 1.8 million views in 48 hours and 60,000 likes, which is especially impressive considering he's no longer running for the Republican nominee, and yet, if anything, his activity is either the same or more popular now that he's dropped out and is subsequently supporting Donald Trump for the Republican nominee. Now, statistically speaking, there's basically no way Trump is not going to get it at this point. He's around 70 plus percent in the preliminary polls. And Nikki Haley's at like 70 percent, which is pretty pathetic given her astronomical amount of resources and campaign funds that have been allocated toward her. So the odds are obviously in Trump's favor. Yet Vivek just keeps growing exponentially. And in regards to this post, I mean, since it, I mean, historically speaking, there have been many rounds of United States, if you're an international viewer or listener, there have been many, this is one of the debates as old as time, which, not to be bleak about politics, but I can't help but see the same controversial things we always talk about, you know, guns, immigration, abortion. There's never been a final, there's never been an answer or resolution. They just have the debates for decades, I partially suspect, so that Republicans and Democrats can use the topics to raise campaign funds, but perhaps I'm just a little jaded. Now, anecdotally speaking, since I've been following the topic of immigration as a child, there have been several rounds of what they call amnesty. So 
people will get here illegally and then throughout you know every couple of waves of presidential elections they'll give them amnesty or basically wave a magical wand and say hey you're now an american citizen in some cases they have some stipulations and paths to get there but democrats and republicans have been debating this for as long as i've been alive so i subsequently i don't think there's ever going to be a final actual answer or resolution or anything done within our lifetimes but some people claim to be working on the situation yeah i don't, I don't know how much it, i don't know how realistic that is but Let's go in the comments and see what are people what are what are the people thinking? It is interesting. I can't but notice in regards to immigration, they only allow immigration from certain countries, or they only care if you're breaking the country from certain areas. So historically speaking, this last year, actually 2023, the Biden administration denied amnesty for people coming from Cuba, but they would allow. They don't care about Mexico. If you're from Mexico, you just break in all you want. Now. I can't help but think that how morally abhorrent and disgusting that is, considering Cuba is under the rule of a dictator. And granted, I might be biased, my family just come from Cuba, though we did come here legally. And I, hilariously enough, no, we did not swim. We actually took a plane, one of the last planes out before the Fidels took over and destroyed the country. But it's one of those instances where the Biden administration said, nope, nope, no Cubans. And yet, Mexico, you can? In Cuba, again, they live under the rule of a dic evil, morally vacuous dictatorship. In Mexico, they get to vote for the government they want. And subsequently, you get what you vote for. And yet, dictatorship, no, but Mexico, yeah? That certainly doesn't seem fairer, and a lot of people are theorizing maybe they're allowing people who enter the country who are more politically aligned with them. That's been a theory as long as time. I, I've not seen any hard documentation or any audio leaks to conclusively prove that, but it seems like a apt or a plausible theory, but let's go to the comments and see what are the, what are the everyone talking about. Elon Musk chimed in saying, quote, exactly getting 3.9 thousand likes. Luke Zaliski chimed in, our favorite contrarian. Well, not really favorite. I don't know him personally at all. I just follow him. So I have a little bit of a more contrarian statements. He's very active in most of the political statements that we're reading on X Twitter. Now, Luke Zaliski is historically a leftist, which Again, I want more data, the better, more information, more views, more interesting life tends to be. And he says, quote, Vivek is tripping on replacement theory, but kind of weird to think you know who is going to vote for someone without any information other than they're a Southern immigrant. Furthermore, oh, it's a paragraph, I apologize, long and bombastic, but nevertheless. Furthermore, the incentive structure he isn't acknowledging is the financial one credited for the cartels to buy U.S. politicians who drive up the price they charge per crossing with right-wing policies and propaganda Vivek descended into the broke mind virus broke mind virus is one of the most disappointing and least surprising developments all past year his grotesque grotesque wealth and conning of media and courting of the right wing and republican powers power brokers is on attempt to become trump's vp comma hang in there vv other comma and seems to be scripted by folks like bannon unquote well, mentally vacuous to say the least, that statement did get 26 likes. Which, not to brag, but a couple, actually last month, one of my videos did get 33 likes. Yeah, slowly growing. Humble brag there. But, yeah, he's, that's, that is technically true. You don't know how they're going to vote. Now, that being said, who would you, the incentive structure is who you're going to vote for. Group A will give you free everything. Group B will not. That's some people might call that bribery, but that is certainly incentive to vote a certain political way. But nevertheless, let's go down and get a couple more. Let's see here. 
Brian Krasenstein says, quote, there are literally three times as many immigrants awaiting a court hearing to be deported currently under Biden than under Trump. To say he is not trying to deport illegal immigrants is ridiculous. The issue is that our resources are overwhelmed. We need more judges and lawyers to get through these dockets ASAP, unquote. And I got 227 likes. The first comment comes from Craig Sherman. He says, quote, our resources are overwhelmed because the border is open, unquote. Getting 179 likes. Let's see here. And then Douglas responded, do you know why there are three times as many illegal immigrants? I quote, getting 130 likes. And, I mean, multiple reporters have gone to the border and asked them. And they said, you know, because Biden said come. They say because Biden's in charge. It's, it's not a one-off situation. They have several reporters talking to several people. And the answers are pretty, pretty consistent. Let's see here. Uh, let's see. Ooh, another contrarian statement, perhaps. Sir Majesty, spelled S-U-H-R, says, quote, you can't have a country with wide open borders when freeloading a-holes are flooding in. And is a picture of Statue of Liberty. It says, quote, where does it say bring me hostile freeloading a-holes waving their flag, own flags, unquote. Getting 96 likes. Although there are a lot of people who are American citizens who get, who you would also consider freeloaders in terms of they're a net negative to the government in terms of they're taking more resources than they are producing in terms of productivity. So it's not wholly, oh, you could also argue, it's all those instances where government subsidies and, you know, welfare and all that topic, another topic for another time perhaps, but yeah, there are a lot of Americans who abuse that system as well, as this for the record, or I guess to respond to that specific statement. See here. Liberator, Libercat, Media TM says, quote, exactly 100%. In his picture of Chuck Schumer, and I'm not sure if he said this, but the vernacular around the picture is, it's really simple. If Americans won't vote Democrat, then I will import people who will, unquote, gain 49 likes. Let's see. Base Memes says, quote, wait until they hear about the juice box. And there's a picture of an actor smoking. He says, people are starting to notice, gain 51 likes. Uh, I'll be back. Picture of Trump, though, not Arnold Schwarzenegger. And it's a picture or a meme. It says, quote, illegals are not immigrants. They are criminals. Send them back. Unquote, getting 78 likes. And yes, that is consistent with the confusion and the mixture of the vernacular. I can't help think it is to obfuscate the truth and perhaps just confuse everyone. 1984, unfortunately, becoming all too real. And it looks like, I'm trying to find more contrarian statements, but it looks like overwhelming positive support a couple of people talking about the talking about texas defending the border when the federal government won't a lot of people you know saying support you know sending love or sending support you know from other states down you know to texas let's see so it'll be, again it'll be interesting to see i mean is this topic ever really going to end i don't think so let me know in the comments do you think at the end of the day will this situation ever be resolved you know how will the u.s infrastructure how will all the infrastructure and services of the U.S. venture under an increasing strain of the system? We do have a declining birth rate in the United States. There's a lot of people that are speculating maybe that's why there's, the government is incentivizing such an increase because you're going to have to have someone pay for the Ponzi scheme that is Social Security. So by the default of that Ponzi scheme, you do need an exponentially increasing growth rate of people in the workforce paying into that scam. But it'll be interesting to see at the end of the day what really does happen. Now, going over to the business blunder of the day, you have buy-sell recalls about 150,000 vacuum cleaners. Now, this comes to us thanks to 
Tahir Sutter over at the Hill, and they know that the vacuum cleaners are going to be recalled between the U.S. as well as Canada. And they note that the company is recalling, quote, it's multi-reach cordless vacuum because the battery pack can overheat, smoke, and result in a fire hazard, unquote. Well, that's not great. Now, in terms of the models, just, just assume it was your model that's screwed. Now, I'll read the, the list of models, which, not to say their marketing department is terrible or uninspiring, but... Yeah, it's pretty boring. So here are the models of the vacuum cleaners that are being affected by this. Model number 1985, 1985, 1, 1985T, 1985C, 2151, 2152, 2153, 2151A, 2151C, 2151 2151W, and 2151. Very, very inspirational names. I mean, brilliant marketing, to say the least. And they noted that these were sold between August and 2016 and December 2022 at stores like Lowe's and Macy's. Can't but think there's only going to be 18 people who are affected. Now, they claim they're going to recall about 150,000. I'm surprised that many people actually shop there. But nevertheless, they also note that, quote, consumers should immediately stop using the recall vacuums and contact Bicel for instructions on how to deplete the charge on the battery and receive a free replacement vacuum, unquote. They also note that, quote, recalled lithium-ion batteries should be disposed of in accordance to any local and state laws and not in the trash, unquote. Which, yes, the lithium batteries are, can be quite explosive, pun moderately intended. They also have noted, unfortunately, that they have received notices of injuries so, unfortunately, they did not get ahead of the specific recall. Now, the CSPC said that Visol had, quote, received 17 reports of recalled vacuum cleaners smoking and emitting burning odor. Quote, six of the reports included the battery pack catching fire, three of which resulted in minor property damage, and two resulting in minor burn injuries, unquote. So, I was going to say, perhaps the silver lining of the situation is no one has passed away from this, as we've seen with other recalls that have happened throughout the years. Although that would perhaps be one of the most in terms of dark humor, that'd be one of the worst ways to go. How do you die? A vacuum cleaner got the best of me. That'd be a truly sad gravestone. Rest in death by vacuum cleaner. That may have, I was going to say, we should, I should perhaps speak, not speak too soon. I swear those Roombas and I robots have a mind of their own, and truth be told, you can program them to do anything. We know, maybe they maybe we were overlooking the Terminator thing of the humanoid robots. It might be the vacuums that get us all along, but nevertheless. They also know that, quote, do not throw this recall battery in the trash. Do not dispose of the recall battery and use battery cycling boxes at various retail homes and improvement stores. Now, they, uh, let's see here. Right, overheating, catching fire. They also, oh, this notice actually comes nearly a year after the company recalled a different vacuum cleaner model over concerns that the battery packs may overheat and catch fire. Which is yet another reason I like my vacuum cleaner. Perhaps the best return investment in history college roommate was going to throw it away because it's broken. I spent about $7.49 for a dual pack of rubber bands, the heavy-duty ones, and I just replaced the rubber band, which, you know, it's all drivetrain to the fit system. And truth be told, it's worked to this day. Only last month did I actually re have to replace that other band, and now it still works like a charm. Truth be told, I think it's the dirt devil. It's the red one, but nevertheless, the best ROI, and it's one of those things where you just plug it into a wall. That is the detriment of a lot of these technologies is the lithium-ion batteries, which, over time, usually balloon and explode. Which, again, 
not good. So it'll be interesting to see. I mean, they're one of the largest names in vacuum cleaning. I'm sure there's a whole fan base, perhaps, even maybe a subreddit or a Facebook group about them. But it'll be interesting to see. Not a great way to start the year off. How much is going to decrease their sales? Again, your product maybe more ironic if the, if the product actually exploded and all the little lint pieces would go on the ground again, thereby defeating the whole purpose of the vacuum cleaner. It doesn't sound like it's that detrimental or that actually doesn't happen specifically. But yeah, needless to say, starting off the new year, recalling a bunch of your products, which again, does not cost the consumer anything, but it's going to cost them a lot of money to take back those products. Presumably, they're going to have to even pay for the shipping to get the products back to them. And they're either going to have to pay to recycle them in an environmentally friendly way, which again, lithium ion is very expensive, complex, to actually properly recycle, or they're gonna to have to try to fix the darn things. So at the end of the day, having to recall one of the most popular products, and during Q1, when everyone's trying to boost their sales, and most companies are not struggling, but it's most not the best time of year. Usually Q4 for a lot of companies is when they really flourish, hence Black Friday, getting back to the black, fiscally speaking. Needless to say, that is certainly the business blunder of the day. Thank you everyone for taking the time to tune in today. Again, I'm trying to get to 4,000 subscribers by the end of February, so click Click that button, I'd greatly appreciate it. Also, leave me a thumbs up or a thumbs down or a comment is a great way to give me some additional feedback and let me know how I can make the show better and better. Lastly, don't forget to take the time to tell your family, tell your friends, tell your coworkers, heck, tell your enemies, tell anyone and everyone. Just stay safe, fight the good fight.